officially upon us. We are going to break it down in great detail for you right here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Welcome into the show. Good to see everybody on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We are going to get to who your rooting interests align with come Sunday when the Kansas City Chiefs, who beat the Tennessee Titans, square off against the San Francisco 49ers. Not the best uniform matchup in the world, but probably one of the better football matchups uh, that we will get to see both of these offenses. We'll talk about who your rooting interests lie with here this evening as it pertains to Sunday. Then we'll get to the prop bets because that's as much uh, that's as much fun and as much enjoyment as the Super Bowl is. The Super Bowl prop bets are always fantastic. I'll give you a couple that I am eyeing. I'll ask you guys which you would put your money on if you were so inclined to bet on some of these Super Bowl props. Then, of course, this is a free site. The best thing that I saw on Twitter this week, we'll share it for both Facebook Live and Periscope, the Twitter audience over there, because it's something that we can all relate to. It'll bring back good football memories, good Super Bowl memories, and we'll talk about that at the end of the show. But before we get to any of this fantastic content, you have to do me a solid in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. You have to share the show on Periscope. That's where you go to retweet the show. That's in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. Bottom left-hand corner of your screen on Facebook Live, it is the share button. Share, share now to public. That is how we pop up in your Facebook friends feeds. That is how we uh, that is how we grow the conversation about the Super Bowl here tonight. Thank you all for stopping by. Looking forward to having a great conversation together. Let's go ahead and kick it off officially. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime. I'm your host, Buck Rising. Proud as always to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the website, the official realtor of all your favorite sports teams, the Preds who play tonight, the Titans, Nashville SC, Top Golf, and of A to Z Sports Prime Time. Tame the Beast, GetBeast.com, promo code AZ50, 50% off your online order on all of their fantastic grooming products. Groom boldly, be a beast, do so courtesy of our friends at Tame the Beast. Was Tyrone fired? Conflicting reports from Tehran and PK, says OG Will Aiken. We can stop, uh, we can talk about the Super Bowl momentarily, and I'll address OG Will Aiken's question there quickly on Periscope. So uh, Tyrone McKenzie was reportedly by Paul Kaharski fired from the Tennessee Titans. Tehran Davenport went back and refuted the report saying that McKenzie was, a not, was in fact not fired uh, and, uh, and went to the Detroit Lions of his own accord. Based on the conversations that I've had, had with those two, they're not going to tell me much because then that would lead to the real revealing of sources, and we don't do that in our industry. That's strictly against journalistic code. But uh, both are confident in their reporting, so somebody's got it wrong. Um, and to be honest, I'm not able to shed much light on this particular situation, I know Coach McKenzie a little bit, um, but to be frank, I haven't talked with him since the end of the season, since the last time the position coaches were available to us. So I'll do a little more digging on that end. Uh, stay tuned, and we'll find out more about what's happened with the Titans' defensive coaching staff. We'll have another show about that. But right now, we're talking about the Super Bowl. Off the top, I want to know from you guys, who you got on Sunday? Niners 
or Chiefs. It's as easy as that. There is one football game left to be played in this NFL season. I want to know in the comments, who are you riding with? Are you riding with Jimmy G, the 49ers? Uh, PK definitely guesses too much. I take what he says with a grain of salt. No, Paul's one of the best newsbreakers in the business. Uh, certainly one of the, be- the, the best um, that we have had uh, when it comes to the Tennessee Titans. A lot of us have not had, had as much success as breaking, uh, as breaking news as PK has. So I will uh, give him all the credit that he deserves on that front. Uh, who you got, Niners or Chiefs, in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope? Timmy says 49ers. What's up, Buck, says Tiffany. Good to see you, Tiff. Uh, Jeff says Niners. Let's go Bosa. Who you got, Niners or Chiefs, in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Jeff Sawyer says Niners. I haven't seen anybody go for the Chiefs yet, and that's interesting to me. Perhaps I'm taking into account the fact that you guys might be a little uh, sore from your last dealing with the Kansas City Chiefs, if you're a Titans fan, um, and the team that knocked you out of Super Bowl contention. Although Puka's not scared, she's going with the Chiefs on Periscope, asking you guys who you ride with on Super Bowl Sunday, Kansas City or Jimmy G and the Niners? Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Tyrell says the 49ers, they have the better defense. Asking you guys who you believe has the better team, who is best equipped for this particular Super Bowl matchup. Jason Hollinsworth says KC. I'm going to give you my answer by way of NFC Championship, if this is a giveaway, NFC Championship post-game press conferences. I'm going to ride with the San Francisco 49ers, and I'm going to tell you why right now. The San Francisco 49ers, it appears they are smarter than the rest of the teams playing football. And I'll put this into a little bit of perspective after I tell you why I'm riding with the Niners on Sunday. First, let's hear from their coach, Kyle Shanahan, who got a historic performance out of a guy that none of us had heard heard of coming into Sunday and that or coming into the NFC title game, and that was Raheem Mostert. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think so. I mean, he's... I mean, he made a lot of plays for us last year, and he'd get some opportunities here and there. Um, battled through camp and kind of came um, into the season in the same situation. Um, got a lot of opportunities versus Tampa Bay in week one because um, Tevin went down with an injury, and Brita was um, um, fatigued a couple times from what I remember, and he played unbelievable there. And I mean, he's just earned everything. He's been on a number of teams. He's earned everything that's been, um, that he's gotten. Um, he earned today, and he's just such a good person. And I mean, for him to help us as much as he has, um, on offense, and I mean, you guys saw the play he made last week on special teams. Um, he would have made some more today, too, I'm sure, but once we lost Tevin, um, we only had two backs left. We had to make sure to pull both of those guys off, So, um, but I can't say enough good things about Raheem. That was Kyle Shanahan after they got a historic four-touchdown performance out of a running back that has been cut so many times in his career, Raheem Mostert. I'm riding with the Niners because they're doing it by being smarter than everyone else. And let me put this into perspective. More of your comments here on Facebook Live and on Periscope in just a second. I'll put it into perspective for you momentarily. I'll explain my position right after I tell you guys about my friends at Tame the Beast. The promo code is AZ50. That is 50% off at GetBeast.com. They have fantastic grooming products like the face mask that I am going to use 
over the weekend. I'm going to relax. I'm going to kick my feet up. I'm going to make sure that I am purifying my skin by using my Kaolin Clay Bacuchol and Activated Charcoal Face Mask from Tame the Beast. My hard hair clay comes from Tame the Beast. My smell good, my feel good, my look good, my talk good all comes courtesy of our friends at Tame the Beast. They're offering you 50% off with promo code AZ50 at GetBeast.com. Make sure you groom boldly. Make sure you get the hookup courtesy of our friends at GetBeast.com. Super, uh, super uh, promo code and super offer on the week of the Super Bowl. AZ50. Go to GetBeast.com. I saw somebody say Brady sighting in Nashville on the comments on Periscope. This is the first, uh, this is the first Super Bowl that has not had the New England Patriots in it since 2015. Think about that. I think that's why I'm a little more excited to talk about this game. I'm a little more interested to hear from the parties involved because for the first time in five years, this Super Bowl does not involve the New England Patriots. And yet still, Tom Brady finds a way into our lives, at least here in Nashville, uh, because allegedly uh, he and Giselle were at NBA Today touring the facilities. Now, that report or speculation has been refuted by the school um, but there were, uh, there were whispers floating around, and I know for a fact uh, that there was a certain interested party looking at houses today in Nashville. 49ers because football is a matchup game. Chiefs won't stop them, says Titans for Life. Asking you guys on Facebook Live and on Periscope who you believe uh, has the Super Bowl in hand. Is it Kansas City or is it San Francisco? Chiefs, let's go Mahomes and Kelsey. They haven't won a Super Bowl since 1969. I also heard FRA, says Nolan Weeks. Well, Nolan, that's pure speculation. Nobody else heard FRA. And unless you've got sources that you, would, that you wouldn't be citing if you were just chiming in in the comments on Periscope, my brother, no offense to you, um, it's just speculation at this point. Don't make more of it than need be. Brady is either, honestly, Brady is either going to be a Patriot or he's going to retire. It's not going to be a situation where he ends up in Nashville. I'm, win- I'm willing, because of what I know, I'm willing to put my money on that uh, without question. Now, if he retires here in Nashville, that'd be great. Maybe we'd get him on the, on the 615 sessions. How cool, how cool would that be? Chiefs uh, says Jason Hollinsworth. I like Andy Reid, but not so much for Mahomes, says Jeff Sawyer. Why don't you like Mahomes? Mahomes is the best thing in the sport. How, how could anybody not like Mahomes, Jeff? Mahomes, and listen, I understand. There's going to be a degree of, of saltiness, right? Because Mahomes knocked you out of the playoffs if you're a Titans fan. I totally get that. Would I have enjoyed an expense uh, an expensed trip to Miami for the week to cover my first Super Bowl? Of course I would have loved that. So, of course, I'm a little salty with the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. That's not why I'm picking the Niners if I had to make a pick, because I hate to make picks, but since... Everybody, this is the time when everybody makes picks. We have to, we occasionally we can be sheep and not, <laughs> not leaders and do the speed, uh, the, the picking of games in the most, uh, in the most low, uh, low key of fashions. But I, I, Mahomes is the best quarterback, the most physically talented quarterback that, or quarterback that any of us have ever seen. Jeff, how could you possibly not like Patrick Mahomes? In fact, and maybe it's because I work in media and I've dealt with Andy Reid just on conference calls, but how is Mahomes not thoroughly likable? Rivers possibly a cult, says Jeff Rubel. Breaking news, Tom Brady stopped by for a fried bologna sandwich 
at my house while in Nashville today. He demanded wheat bread. Uh, that is from Mark Beach doing investigative reporting on Facebook Live, asking you guys who you got on Sunday, Niners or Chiefs. I've got the Niners. I'll tell you why momentarily. 49ers by 50, says Bonesaw. K. Robbie XC says same with Lamar on Periscope. Here's why I, I would ride with the San Francisco 49ers. There is a degree of intelligence that comes with Kyle Shanahan. He gets performances out of guys like uh, Raheem Mostert on a regular basis. He was finding yardage with Chris Godwin as his leading receiver many years before they had Emmanuel Samuels, uh, Emmanuel Samuels and Debo, uh, um, excuse me, Emmanuel Sanders and Debo Samuel. I just combined them into one wide receiver before they had playmakers. Kyle Shanahan was manufacturing offense. Now, there's a reason why they have the highest-paid fullback in the sport on their roster. They do things creatively, and Juszczyk doubles as a tight end. But what they do in terms of matchups, in terms of the way that Kyle Shanahan knows how to exploit space and get his playmakers into space with things like Kittle's ability to block, and then when you release him on a go route, the linebackers aren't prepared for it because they're cheating up and he blows right by them. All of those things that we have seen in football across many years, Kyle Shanahan just has a better a better feel, it seems, for the art of calling plays. That And Andy Reid is no slouch, without question. Andy Reid's creativity is the reason why Pat Mahomes is able to flourish as much as he is. It's both things, both physically talented and exceptional athlete in Mahomes and the, co- the tutelage of Andy Reid as a play caller. That helps the Kansas City Chiefs monumentally. But I like what the Niners do matchup-wise. I like what the Niners do in terms of intelligence. I like that the Niners aren't too, aren't too above uh, you know, just settling for what works. They were, their plan was to pass the ball against the Green Bay Packers. And instead, they figured out that if we only let Jimmy pass for eight, uh, or, or uh, pass eight times and we run the ball for 40-something, this is, this is going to work because we're getting uh, up, upwards of six yards a clip. Like, they don't outsmart themselves in a way that uh, maybe sometimes you could accuse Kansas City of doing. That is why I feel that the Niners are the safe bet. Let me uh, take more of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Clark and Hill are trash, though, says Chris Flint. Well, you can have your opinions about that. We're not talking about the, the character of the players. You can have your opinions on Frank Clark and Tyreek Hill uh, all you want, uh, and you're entitled to those. But we're talking about purely from the spectacle of the football game that's going to be played because whatever misdeeds they have or have committed in their past, uh, this, is, this is the situation that we find ourselves in because they've been alleviated of any previous issues that they've had by the NFL. And so now they're in front of us and now we talk about them in football uh, from football perspectives. But anytime you talk about Tyreek Hill or Frank Clark, the stuff, the shadiness in their past uh, and, the, and the wrongdoing in their past, because there's plenty of that, are always going to be a part of the conversation. This, this particular in, in, uh, aspect, though, they do make a difference because you, you don't have to be a good person to be a good football player. Just like you, you don't have to be a good person to be a good talk show host. You don't have to be a good person to be a good mechanic. You know, there are people who are great at their craft uh, who also happen to be rotten human beings. Aaron Hernandez, I just watched that Netflix documentary. Absolutely one of them. Jerk, also CTE, also bad childhood. Uh, But all of these things, 
can be so, but that's a different conversation for another day. I'd love to talk about the uh, Aaron Hernandez document uh, documentary at some point. Right now, I'm asking you guys, Chiefs or Niners, I'm riding with the Niners. Doesn't hurt when you have a D-line with Bosa on it either, LOL. Yes, but they got both. And honestly, it's as much happenstance. Like, people are celebrating John Lynch, and John Lynch is going to win awards um, in this situation. John Lynch, as somebody who is winning the Executive of the Year, it needed... John Lynch wouldn't have won Executive of the Year, I would argue, if Jimmy G didn't tear his ACL. And for Jimmy G to tear his ACL got them the opportunity to have the second overall pick and get a player of Nick Bosa's caliber on what was already a solid team when you had the quarterback in place. Uh, so that makes a world of difference. Let's move on, though, to uh, prop bets, Super Bowl prop bets that I think you guys are going to enjoy. I have several. I have four picked out for you to do with the big game. We're going to talk about it. I want to know from you guys Pick, I want to know which one of these prop bets you are most likely to bet. Which uh, Pick a prop. Which of these Super Bowl props are you most likely to bet? We'll play a little game here on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Which prop are you most likely to bet I'll, of the four that I'm getting ready to give you? And for the, for the sake of you guys getting in there with your comments now, I will give you the four prop bets as we sit here heading into Super Bowl Sunday. Two to do with people in the game. Two to do with things going on around the game. Because the prop bets are, you can, if you are not interested in football at all, you can attach bets in the Super Bowl to things going on outside the Super Bowl. It's what makes the Super Bowl a gambler's delight. Because you can literally bet everything in and everything around the sporting event itself. Here are the Super Bowl prop bets that I want you guys to pick from. For Kyle Shanahan. How many times will the Patriots' 28-3 comeback be mentioned? Over, under, half a time, 0.5 times. Over, under, for the 28-3 mention in the broadcast. For Andy Reid, will the broadcast show the video of Andy Reid doing the punt, pass, and kick competition as a child? Yes, a $1 bet wins $2.50. No, a bet wins Point uh, wins 25 cents. The bet, I would, I'll give you my answer here in a second. Right now, I'm asking you guys will the broadcast show the video of Andy Reid doing the punt, pass, and kick? Will they mention the 28 to 3 broadcast? Will we see Andy Reid eat a cheeseburger at all, at any point, even if it's in B roll on the Super Bowl broadcast? Then, will the winner of the Iowa caucus, because that's going on if you're politically inclined, Will the winner of the Iowa caucus tweet about the Super Bowl during the game? That's a prop bet. And then who will win the Puppy Bowl? Because obviously that's leading up to the Super Bowl and in the aftermath of the Super Bowl. Which of those prop bets are you most likely to pick? Andy Reid at a cheeseburger, 28-3. Andy Reid and the punt, pass, and kick competition. The Iowa caucus or the Puppy Bowl? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope, which of these Super Bowl props are you most likely to pick? I'll give you mine. I'll show you some video based on the parties involved here in just a second, right after I remind you that if you are in the market to buy or sell your home here in Middle Tennessee, there is nobody better, there is nobody bigger, there is nobody badder in terms of dominating the Nashville 
uh, real estate market than my friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Gary Ashton and his team have got you covered from start to finish, no matter which path you are endeavoring down. If you want to sell your home, you don't sell without the intel. You get that at GaryAshton.com. Then you find out more about their guaranteed local offer program that Gary has is able to provide the best rates on. Check that out at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress, I did it over the summer. Gary can help you do it too. Find out more at GaryAshton.com, the official realtor of all your favorite sports teams. The Preds tied 4-4, the Titans heading into the offseason. Nashville SC, who may or may not be getting a stadium, based on the reports, Top Golf and Aveda Z Sports Prime Time, GaryAshton.com. Super Bowl prop bets. Which one are you betting of the four that I laid out for you? The Puppy Bowl, the Iowa Caucus, Andy Reid and the Cheeseburger, the, or excuse me, there's five. Andy Reid and the Cheeseburger, Andy Reid and the Punt Pass and Kick Competition, Kyle Shanahan. 28 to 3. Jeff says over easy on 28 to 3. I would absolutely smash the over on that bet because over under, the over is set, the over under is set at 0.5. So they only have to mention it once for you to win money in that instance. A $1 bet wins you 60 cents for the over. A $1 bet on the under wins you a buck 35. So obviously, the over is what's being bet the hardest by the public. I would still smash it because there's no way that they go an entire broadcast on Fox without somebody bringing up 28 to 3 asking you guys which prop bet you would pick. Out of the 5 that I named for you, here's the one that I want to this is the one I'm going to bet because I want it to happen the worst. And if I can if I want it to happen the most, at least I'm going to have some financial stakes attached to it, and that is will Andy Reid over the course, will we see Andy Reid eating a cheeseburger at all before the end of the Super Bowl broadcast? $1 bet wins you 12 on yes. No, a $1 bet wins you a penny. Here is what I will bet from uh, on that Super Bowl prop bet. Will we see Andy Reid eat a cheeseburger? First, let's hear from the big man himself, the video courtesy of the NFL. And then our players um, and coaches, I'm so proud of them the job that they they did uh, getting us ready and getting us to this position um, and the best part is we still have another game left so we need to make sure we take care of business uh, from there guys have been in coaches have been in and and cranking already on uh, San Francisco so we know they're a heck of a football team and um, we gotta make sure we through all the different distractions that present itself with the Super Bowl um, we've got to make sure that we focus in and get ourselves ready to play against a good football team. And so that's uh, that's where we're at right now. And uh, time's yours. You guys did get right back and grind in and preparing for San Francisco, but did you take some personal time last night to enjoy this accomplishment along the way? Or have you been... I had a cheeseburger and went to bed. <laughs> yeah. Ate a cheeseburger and went to bed. That was Andy Reid's celebration after winning an AFC title game and going to the first Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs in 50 years. Uh, All of that is delightful for a variety of reasons. Not from a visual aspect because I'm sure Andy Reid looks gross eating a cheeseburger. I'm sure there is no etiquette or no, uh, no, no, uh, no hesitancy 
for lack of a better term. But I would hammer yes on the Super Bowl prop bet because I want it to happen so bad. Now, the odds are not in your favor if you're betting yes. If you bet yes, $1 wins 12 on yes. If you bet no, you're winning a penny. A penny for every dollar that you bet on Andy Reid not being shown on the broadcast eating a cheeseburger. But I think it's worth any potential loss that I may take. It's terrible gambling advice. I should be giving you winners. If you want to win, probably bet no. But if you want to enjoy the Super Bowl even more, bet yes on an Andy Reid cheeseburger appearance in terms of the Super Bowl prop bets. Let's get to your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Trevor says, hey Buck, I just woke up from a two-week nap. I can't believe we beat the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. I'm so excited. Uh, I don't think that's a thing that's happening. Uh, punt, pass, and kick, says Tig. That's what that's which prop bet uh, Tig is betting. I want to know the cheeseburger of choice McDonald's commercial coming soon. Yes, these are the five options if you need to be reminded of the prop bets that I want to know which one you would be most likely to bet. Will they mention 28-3 on the NFL broadcast, NFL on Fox broadcast, because of Kyle Shanahan? Will a video of Andy Reid as a child doing the punt, pass, and kick competition, will that make an appearance? Will we see Andy Reid eating a cheeseburger over the course of the Super Bowl broadcast? Will the winner, this is a little, see, you can bet things around the game, which is what makes it so fun. The Iowa caucus is happening on Super Bowl Sunday as well. Will the winner of the Iowa caucus tweet about the Super Bowl during the game? Yes, a dollar wins a buck fifty. No, a dollar wins fifty cents. Uh, you can you can run the risk of running riding with Bernie or Elizabeth Warren or uh, Mayor Pete or all of the other uh, or and Joe Biden who are all going to be coming out of the caucus uh, the Iowa caucus. Do they tweet about fo- football often? No, so it's probably a losing bet. But at least let's give you a little more action on the game. And then the Puppy Bowl. Who will win the Puppy Bowl? The odds: Team Fluff minus seven and a half. Team Rough, plus seven and a half. Uh, you, you would have to hammer Team Rough. Clearly the underdogs, clearly being undervalued, clearly, uh, literally underdogs, uh, clearly being undervalued like the Tennessee Titans. Trevor says 28-3 to three for sure just because they want to mention Tom Brady. Yeah, again, the first uh, Super Bowl Brady hasn't participated in in five years. That's insane. That's totally insane. For, as, for Drew Brees having been to one, for, uh, for all of the times that you see teams who you think are going to be in the Super Bowl on a regular basis and so rarely make it back, that's what makes the Patriots such an anomaly. To have them be a part of every Super Bowl, almost every football conversation that we've had for the last 20 years, and now in the offseason, it's still about the Patriots because the greatest quarterback of all time may be searching for a new home. Likely not, but, uh, well, maybe an actual home, maybe not necessarily a football home. That is something that I find hugely interesting and hugely impressive. Uh, thoughts on 8-Ball Irvins? <laughs> Caleb, that's so mean. <laughs> Disrespect. Uh, what, what about Michael Irvin? What did he do? Um, I, uh, I have not seen anything from Michael Irvin. That's uh, hugely disrespectful, though. I prefer the playmaker to 8-Ball Irvin, but I guess uh, to each his own. Asking you guys which prop bet you would hammer on Super Bowl Sunday or before Super Bowl Sunday of the five that I laid out for you. Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. But in the meantime, 
We have to get to, this is a free site. It's Super Bowl related. It's football related. It's going to get, it's in your feels football, in my feels football, like Drake said. And so I want to know which of, uh, which is your favorite, what's your favorite Super Bowl memory? All of us have some kind of memory, uh, whether you're a sports fan or not. Most of you, I would imagine, are sports fans because you're hanging out here with me. But what is your favorite Super Bowl memory in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope? Let me know there in the comments section. Which uh, Super Bowl memory is your favorite from all of your experiences watching the Super Bowl? There is a reason why I'm asking you this question, what your favorite Super Bowl memory is. The video comes to us courtesy of NFL Films, and it is fantastic because it reminds us of what it was like to play, even if it's flag football, to play football for the first time and to experience it as a kid. Ready? Yay! Fierce. Parker, how we doing? Yes! Austin, Austin, you're going that way, I'm going that way. Oh, uh, JJ! JJ, you're going straight. Got that? Deal? No one can catch me. Go get him, guys. I had to break my I almost had to break my leg to get that break it. Well that's how that's called team effort, dude. You did it for the team, right? Young Parker out here crushing dudes on the flag football field. Uh, potentially, as he told his coach, I almost broke my leg to make that play, to get that flag sacrificing for the team. That made me think of football memories, right? Because we all have some kind of experience from the first time that we played team sports or competitive sports, really at any level, or your first, your first recollection of it. So since we're talking about the Super Bowl and we have young Parker scrambling around, the best thing that I saw on Twitter this week, shouts to NFL Films for the video. What is your favorite Super Bowl memory in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope? I saw uh, Bonesaw615 says Malcolm Butler's pick uh, of Russell Wilson on the goal line. Trevor says 28-3 Patriots come back after the Falcons took the lead. I went into my room and fell asleep. I woke up from screaming in the living room, and to my surprise, the Pats came back. Tig says, not favorite but most memorable was Sweetness, my favorite player not getting a TD in the Super Bowl. Asking you guys for your favorite Super Bowl memories as we play for you the video of Parker from NFL Films, his first flag football experience, one of many in the future, I'm sure, courtesy of NFL Ready? Films. Fierce. Parker, how we doing? Yes. Austin, Austin, you're going that way. I'm going that way. Oh, JJ, JJ, you're going straight. Got that? Deal? No 
Go get him, guys! Parker! I had to break my. I almost had to break my leg to get that. Break your. Well, that's how. That's called team effort, dude. You did it for the team, right? Sacrificing for the good of the team. My man Parker almost broke a leg to get that flag. That is hustle. That is dedication. Asking you guys for your favorite Super Bowl memories in the comments section. I am... Uh, that kid is hilarious, says Bonesaw. Yes, he is absolutely hilarious. I My favorite Super Bowl memory, and this is something that I've had to think about uh, for quite some time because I haven't had as many... As most people, I came to football a little later in my sports uh, sports fandom, as it were. And so my favorite Super Bowl memory is not something that happened necessarily on the football field. My favorite Super Bowl memory, for a variety of reasons, because of the age that I was, was the situation with Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson on the stage during the Super Bowl halftime performance. That uh, Super Bowl changed my life, changed network television as somebody who was very, very young at the time and did not know yet uh, what, <laughs> what exactly was happening with a nip slip on national television, on live TV. But in that 2004 Super Bowl in Houston, I don't remember the teams that were playing. I know it was on CBS I remember watching all of that take place and being fascinated by everything that went down on stage between Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson during Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl in 2004. I was going to say that, Buck, but as a joke, says Gosh Darn Panda. Yeah, I mean, there's been there's been a lot of great Super Bowl. Uh, there's been a lot of great Super Bowl moments, of course, but a lot of these games. Honestly, and more recently, they've been much more competitive. But for a long time, the Super Bowls have been blowouts by, you know, whichever was the best team. A lot of times, there was not this kind of, this kind of parody that we've seen in years past. And even as recently as the Broncos and Seahawks, I think that was my junior year in college when Peyton got absolutely run by the Legion of Boom, a lot of these games haven't necessarily been the most competitive. Uh, so uh, to remember Super Bowl memories is to remember things that stand out as moments where I knew exactly, or I remember exactly where I was. I was sitting on a couch with my mother, uh, <laughs> uncomfortably enough, in Madison, New Jersey in 2004. I would have been in the, no, that wouldn't have been Madison, New Jersey. That would have been uh, Washington, D.C. I would have been in the fourth grade in 2004 when you say Chiefs. You said it all, says K-C-I-A-D-J. I'm not sure what that's supposed to spell, so forgive me uh, if, I have, uh, if I have not pronounced your handle correctly. Uh, Joel Shanker says, Eli to Tyree, two miracle plays in one. Yeah, that's probably, that's not even, I don't think that's the best Super Bowl throw that Eli made because the one to Mario Manningham on the sideline was one of the best football plays I've ever seen. Like, that's the whole reason Mario Manningham had a name in the NFL for a period of time. John Hell, uh, John Elway with the helicopter into the end zone. Uh, Tog says, LOL, I knew you were going to go there, talking about my, uh, my, my fond memories of Janet Jackson as a, uh, as a small, uh, perverted little uh, fourth or fifth grader with the nip slip 
on national television, that being my favorite Super Bowl memory. But this has been my favorite football season, and I will tell you guys why. Because the next time that we talk, it will be the end of football season. We're going to have a special a special primetime show after the Super Bowl on Sunday. So around 11 o'clock, as soon as the game is over, you guys can pop on your phones and we can talk about that immediately. But this has been my favorite football season of the four football seasons that I have covered uh, as a professional out of college. You guys have made this entire football season so much fun, and the way that you guys have engaged with the streaming show, I'm hugely appreciative of it. I hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. Come hang out with us after the game. Support the people that support this show. That's Gary Ashton, GaryAshton.com. Tame the Beast, 50% off, az 50 GetBeast.com, a super promo for a Super Bowl week. I hope you enjoy uh, all of the viewing experiences that will come over the weekend. I hope you do it with friends and with family and plenty of food. You know, it's the second most, uh, or the second biggest day for food consumption in the country is the Super Bowl, right behind Thanksgiving. We are all, uh, we are all gluttons on, uh, <laughs> on Super Bowl Sunday. Without question, so much good food being made. Uh, Titans for Life says, "Stay sober, Buck. I, I'm not. Uh, I can't drink. I have to. I have to come on and uh, and talk to you guys after the game. So if I was slurring my words, that would not look good uh, for uh, for the purposes of broadcasting. But I will look forward to seeing you guys Sunday night after the big game, and I will look forward to chatting with you guys then. As always, fam. Peace and love."
two things really stand out when you look at the sporting items. One is their use of shift and motion. No team in the NFL uses shifts and motion more than the 49ers. And shifts and motions are never window dressing. There's always a reason. You know, and I always hear an announcer say, well, they, it's a lot of window dressing. Never window dressing. There's a reason. And I think the other thing that Kyle Shanahan does better than any coach in the league, when teams are playing zone, 